I had one with an egg. You know what I had? You know what I had? I had the the like wire bendy yeah, necklace. Yeah, with the birthstone with the birthstone. dangling from Did it. that come from the mall? Like, yeah, probably, probably, probably the flea market. Probably. Because <laughs> I know that's what my boyfriend got. I was, yeah. He had his name on my name. Like, like a double mm-hmm. on oh. one on one charm. Is that a charm? Yeah, okay. a chain or whatever. <laughs> that's fancy. Yeah. That's actually pretty fancy. <laughs> High school. High school. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, leave it. In, leave it in the past. Throw the whole. Throw the whole decade yeah. away. <laughs> oh. Welcome Lord. back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouth. The pepper is the hot topic that has everyone talking. And the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. I'm Bethany. I'm Christina. And today we have joining us... Samantha Denae. All right. Cheers. With our water bottles. Imagine the clink. Mm -hmm. We're cleansing ourselves. We are. Show, always. <laughs> it's eternal. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, I've been drinking a lot more water lately, and my skin has been popping, so that makes me excited. That's yeah. what that good water does to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Samantha. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why are you here? What brings you to Lemon Pepper Wet? Oh, well, <laughs> a lot of things, you know. Okay. Uh, I'm an Atlanta native. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! Yes, woo! 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 So we're a rare breed around here. Okay. We are. What 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 uh, set you up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what hospital were you right. born at? There we go. What hospital I was born? I was born in Piedmont. Okay. okay. But, Fancy, but Very. I'm from Adamsville. Okay. okay. So you, yeah. how do you like your wings? I like my wings hot with lemon pepper sprinkles. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. Yep. All right, so um, I know you reached out to us on Instagram, mm-hmm. and so we stalked you a little bit, oh. and we know a few things about you. Oh, what do you guys know? You are an author, mm-hmm. and you struggle, or I don't know how you want to phrase it, but mm-hmm. you suffered or suffered from endometriosis? So Okay. Mm-hmm. Suffered with a D. No. Current, currently, currently suffering. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll start with my books. Okay, let's yes. talk about books. Okay. I'm excited. There you guys go. The defense and the defense too. Okay. It's a story about a woman named Avery who is basically on the run from her ex-boyfriend who is abusive, Ooh. but she's really running from herself okay. and all of her problems. And so, in the midst of her trying to find herself, love herself, in a new city, doing a new job, Mm -hmm. she meets a guy that she did not expect to fall for, Mm -hmm. and some things happen. I won't give the book completely away. Okay. Okay, so... Is this a fictional story, or Um, is it based on... Real events. A little bit of both. Okay. So, when I was in college... I dated the guy my freshman year, and the relationship was good at first. Yes. And then I went away for the summer. I came back home, and he was afraid that I was going to get back with my ex-boyfriend who lived here. And he would, like, always make, like, crazy threats yeah. all the time. What college did you go to? 
I want the vows. Okay. Same here. Yes. The real VSU. Yeah, that's, <laughs> real VSU. that's yeah. right. Pleasure and pride. Um, so when I came back home for the summer and he was making all these crazy threats, mm-hmm. like, I will beat your ass. What? I'll kill you if you get back with him, like all these type of stuff. Yeah. My mom always taught me if somebody says something, believe, believe them. Yes. If, she, if he says it enough times, eventually he gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. So I had to break up with him. If he you. tried to I don't know if he really did this, but he tried to commit suicide when I broke up with him. I think he was trying to give me that. Of course. And, yeah. it, didn't, and it didn't work. Emotionally and, manipulative. Yeah. yeah. And then he left. I lost it. Mm-hmm. And then when I would be home for like breaks and stuff like that, he mm-hmm. would like ride past my house. Ooh. But he lived in another state. Ooh. Yeah. So it would be like he would be passing through to like. Yeah, whatever. Because he drove trucks. I know we're talking that. about the book. I mean, I know we're talking about what like parts mm-hmm. of your life that inspired the book. But I'm curious about this. Like, yeah. what? At what point? Okay, then what happened? Sorry. Maybe I <laughs> no, 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 just what? Yeah. What happened? So after I think about a year, came back to that Austin. Mm-hmm. Just so happy he moved around the corner for me, and I was living off campus. Whoa. And then I found out that he knew. Like beforehand, that but I lived. you were coming back. No, that I lived in the house okay. that I was living in uh, before he moved. Did he have like an inside? Like I don't know because I didn't really talk to that many people like that. Who right. would have known where I live? Yeah, I people know, are fucking crazy. You, you just never know. There was yeah. a guy one time who pulled up on me at work. Just a random guy mm-hmm. in his car, mm-hmm. and he asked me for my number. And I was like. 16 at the time and mm-hmm. he was way older so, and I was like no you know mm-hmm. and I gave him my email just to like mm-hmm. to, like get That's very classy mm-hmm. I was like you can have my email address like get put in the trash with all the rest of the spam mm-hmm. but years later like I mean well into my 20s this guy just randomly emailed me and I was like damn niggas really be like in they feelings about shit. Really like, mean. and they they will they watch back, you and follow come, you and they like. Come back around. That's they gross. do. Okay, continue. All right. So he found around. out where you lived. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrifying. Miraculously. Yeah. yeah miraculously. Mm-hmm. Um. Now he never tried to. Let me say. Yeah. It was more verbal. Yeah. Abuse than anything, and the stalker, you know, mm-hmm. thing. Um. But in the book, is way more intense. Okay. okay. So that part. Okay. It's fiction. Okay. Yeah. But that but it's based based on, on that, that, that relationship. Yeah, right. that relationship. And probably where it could have gone to. Yeah. Had you it was that you working out the the traumatic experience you went through writing this book? Yeah. So funny story. When I started writing this book, I really didn't know I was writing. Okay. I was at work and I had done like all the activities and Things that I needed to do for like two months mm-hmm. work because my supervisor was on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And so I guess she figured she thought she gave me enough work to like last until she came back, but she didn't. <laughs> Bitch, you guessed yeah. it. <laughs> and I was done in like two weeks. So I didn't have anything to do. Damn, and so, she was on maternity leave? So you really yeah, had no so time, really, some time. Yeah, so, I had <laughs> to do. so I was working as the secretary as well because she was on maternity leave. Okay. So while I was just sitting at the desk answering phones, I just wrote a book. You just started yeah. It was supposed to be a blog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not in the story was this was not the story. Mm-hmm. It was a it was supposed to be a blog about four women mm-hmm. and kind of like 
a black person. Okay. Okay. A okay. little bit more ratchet. Okay. okay. I'm here for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> amazing, actually. Yeah, so that's how it started. Okay. And then, like, I wrote out the character's name, and I don't know, for some reason, like, Avery's name is really out. Mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah. Well, with Avery took off. Yeah. And it took me two months to write. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it took me two years to write that one. Okay. Okay. Because a lot of like that happened. I feel like <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, uh-huh. I feel like... So, I, don't, I don't know if that's... I mean, good is subjective, but it's like some people take yeah. years and years and years. Yeah, it's good for me because if life didn't happen and I had a bunch of people who kept asking me when I was going to write the next one, oh. it probably wouldn't took longer. I'm right. excited. I yeah. cannot wait to read it. Thank you. So I guess you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wait. For We're you gonna to finish. That. Yeah, we'll yeah. switch. We'll it's an easy. Off. It's an easy read. Okay. You could probably finish it. Okay. Do you have plans to write more books? Yeah, I do. Are you expanding the series? Are you going to start with something new? Yeah, this is going to be a fire. Okay. Okay. I can't take her through nothing. Yeah, okay. (laughs) She's been through a lot. Yeah, I feel like she's been through enough. (laughs) Leave her where she is. Um, Right now, I'm working on a book with my cousin. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to start a business together, um, a writing company, a publishing company. So we're working on a book together. Hopefully, we should be done by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's called A Waiting Trial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm also working on a stage play, which is the first thing. I've never written a stage play before. Yeah. Pretty hard. I could have. So, like, there's a lot of production that goes into that. Yeah. This is the writing part itself. Okay. It's like a lot. But I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. So many challenges you're placing on yourself. I like that. If, yeah, why you not? say it's hard. <laughs> is it like technically it's hard, like because of how you have to write it? It's challenging. Yeah, I mean, you write so, a book. Yeah, too. more so because I've never written a stage play. Right. Okay. So I guess it's a like different, different. Yeah, like formatting and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to like, if I'm an actor. How to make it evoke emotion? I see. Yes. You're not reading it. I you're see. watching it. Right. Yeah. So that's the part. Okay. Okay. That's with a book. So do you have Just to read. like write in how you want the audience to feel or what you want the actor to evoke? Like you have to put that in the script. I put in what like the movements mm-hmm. I see that I want them to do, or because it's a monologue. Oh, okay. So or a series or a series of monologues. Which will be like, okay. Okay, okay, okay. We have so much to talk yeah, about. It's <laughs> a series of monologues. So I try to I try to write in like what I want them to do, like when they're saying certain I see. stuff. I see. Okay. That's for that's really just for me. For me to visualize it. Yeah. Or for you for it to come off the mm-hmm. way you yeah, I want it to. I see. Okay. Okay. That's very cool. Busy lady. Busy. Yeah. I I love a busy woman. Mm-hmm. Good for booked you. Booked and busy. Yeah, yeah, booked and busy. Yeah. Much. <laughs> okay, I am really interested in talking about your experience with endometriosis. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, strangely enough, like that topic has come up a lot, mm-hmm. even since Lately. we start con- mm-hmm. like we start talking mm-hmm. to each other. So, um, tell us a little bit about. That like when did we find out what is endometriosis? What is it? School us a little bit. I was about to say, do you guys know what it is? We <laughs> know, but they I, might yeah. not know. I, okay. I actually work in gynecology and obstetrics, so oh, okay. I'm, I oh, know so what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So in the basic 
way I can put it. Yeah. Endometriosis is the lining of the uterus when you have your cycle. Mm-hmm. For a typical woman, her lining will shed on the inside mm-hmm. of her Mine sheds on the outside. So that kind of means like I internally bleed like yes. all the time. And so with endometriosis, it's like a growth. And it can just attach to like any organ mm-hmm. that it wants to attach to. Mm-hmm. So I didn't find out until I was 23, 24. Mm-hmm. Like it was suggested to me when I was 20 mm-hmm. by um, a doctor in Valdosta, like out of all places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I really wasn't, you know, I was pretty skeptical about this doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, for many I mean, reasons. Yeah. Skeptic about doctors in general. Let's yeah. just yeah, uh, but, black people in, in the medical but field. We don't have a good history. Black in people in a very small country yeah. town like Valdosta. Like I'm not. Yeah, I, I you like, don't have my. I I don't think you're looking out for me like yeah. you really should be looking out. Yeah. I mean, and what I'm saying is that is the case even in big cities. True. With black people, it's historic. Take, take your money. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Historically, yeah. Historically, yes. Mm-hmm. So, coincidentally, in this miracle worker saved my life, I feel like. So, my peers have always that person out? No. <laughs> right now, because I'm, because I'm writing something. Oh, okay. And, okay. and I want to put him in. The, I want to put him in. Okay. okay. Um, so, my peers have always been bad. Yeah. I mean, like, debilitating bad. Mm, yes. Like, I can't walk. I have to, like, sleep sitting up. On the couch because like laying down is like way too much mm-hmm. for my body to handle. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought it was me at first. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like it was just all in my head. Like it's not really that bad. Yeah. But it was like really that bad. And like I would like throw up. The first five days I wouldn't eat. Wait, what do you mean the first five days? Oh my cycle. Right. Oh my cycle. <laughs> At that time, it was eight days. Ooh. So for the first five days, I wouldn't eat anything because I was going to throw it up. keep it down. Yeah. So I was like, well, there's no purpose in me eating anything, so I wouldn't eat. But I would be throwing up water at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. So when I was 23, I got prescribed some codeine mm-hmm. by a, a doctor that I was seeing about us mm-hmm. for pain for my side. Mm-hmm. That's pretty um, intense. <laughs> me... Well, nothing was working. Okay. Like, right. naproxen wasn't working. Yeah. Midol and Tylenol and whatever else. Like, none, ibuprofen. Not like, that was a joke. So, that's the logical next Yeah. Like, that, like, ibuprofen was a joke. I had, a, I had a, an ER nurse prescribe me ibuprofen when he swore I was pregnant. When I Cause that's, stumbled upon in the ER room and couldn't walk. And he, that's a story. But, <laughs> when I got prescribed the codeine. Me not knowing about, like, really knowing about narcotics, mm-hmm. I took too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I I was used to taking, like, 1600 right worth of ibuprofen yes. for my cramp. Yeah. Yeah. So, I took six codeine. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Because it was six milligrams. So, I was like, oh, oh like, this is I was like, oh, like, this is. Whatever. So congratulations, I, you yeah. played yourself. Yeah, I did. So I almost took seven, which I'm so glad oh I did not. Oh my god, that's actually terrifying. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad I didn't. So I went to sleep and, and I woke took, up and a I week took, later. No, I went to sleep and I woke up. It's, it was. It's like my my period is routine. 
I, this was the this was going into the third day, which is the worst day. Yeah. In my cycle. Mm-hmm. So I will get up at like the crack of dawn, use the bathroom. For the next 12 hours, I am dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any other normal three day, get up, dying. <laughs> but I'm like dizzier than normal. Like I'm yeah. usually like really, I usually have like faint spells, mm-hmm. but it's but it hasn't been this bad. Right. So like, like, you're like, you're, you you know yeah. what it is. So what's like, going to happen. So I'm like, something's wrong. Yeah. Like, so I get in the shower. was about to faint in the shower. Mm-hmm. So then I get out the shower, go sit on my bed. And I'm like, okay, something's not right. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, dang, but I don't want to have to call out of work. And yeah. I don't want to have to miss another, because I had just called out of work and missed class the day mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do it two days, bro. But I was about to pass out. So I was like, okay, something's not right. So I went to the doctor. Where I got the medicine from. Mm-hmm. I, told, I told them how many I took. I told them why I took it. And then my doctor who prescribed it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And in comes the miracle worker, mm-hmm. who shall remain nameless right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he asked me the symptoms of like my cycle. And he was like, Do you, are your cycles like really, really bad? And I was like, yeah, like always bad. Last eight days, like I can't eat, like I'm always sick. He was like, is sex painful? And I was like, yeah, sometimes. And he was like, does it hurt to go to the bathroom? Which is TMI. But mm-hmm. I was I like. Mean, we're in there. We're, but, we're, we're yeah. deep in. I, yeah. I guess we should yeah. have like done like a, <laughs> a dis- yeah, trigger a warning, a disclaimer. I mean, we're here Sorry, now, guys. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the ladies yeah, room. We're right. talking you about know, we're talking our about periods. Shit, you know, yeah. Because that's what we do. Yeah. That's so, the reality. I think that's the reality. Yeah. And people don't. Like to talk about They it. don't like to talk like, about it. And it. they like to kind of like scorn yeah. like a woman having her periods. Which is crazy. And that still happens, like, to this day. There are still places. I was just listening to another podcast where they were talking about in, not Bangladesh, Priya is in Bangladesh, but somewhere in India, South Asia, where they send women still in 2018 to huts to have their Their periods. And when you think... Loki, I wouldn't mind that. No, but you think you wouldn't. But I wouldn't mind a self okay, quarantine. Listen, self induced quarantine. Self induced. You're isolated from society. Um, you're not. Yeah. You're not calling your homegirl like call, talking about your period. You're in a hut. Yeah, by yourself, away from your kids, away from your family. Oh, and then rough. when you consider someone who might have a trying period mm-hmm. or a longer than normal period, yeah. you could be in there for eight, mm-hmm. ten days. Oh, we haven't even got to the longer period. That, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's fucking insane. Like, yeah. there should be no stigma around something that's just as normal right. as pissing and shitting. Right. Yeah. Because that's exactly Yeah. Okay, so he asked me uh, if I have trouble going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He was like, I think you have endometriosis. Mm-hmm. And I was like. So would you say those are like the classic Yeah, those symptoms. are like, the, yeah. Okay. So I was like, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. I, I had heard of it before because of Tia Maori. But uh-huh. I never yeah, really looked. Okay. But I had never looked into like what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he gave me a pamphlet on it. And he told me the only way that I would know is that I had to have surgery because mm-hmm. you can't see it like on MRIs or CAT scans or like that. Mm-hmm. You have to like, they have to cut you open mm-hmm. and like look, and look at, at it and yeah. look at it. So I was like, all right. And then he was like, it's going to cut your infertility. It's going to cut your uh, fertility in half. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's probably well, hard that. to hear at 23. Yeah, like yeah. you're probably yeah. not thinking Espec- about having kids, especially, but especially on a, on a suggestion. Now, yeah, I will say, I'm very grateful 
because I had seen like a bunch of doctors before this. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them how bad my period was and like nobody was listening to me. Yes. And that's that's the point mm-hmm. I want to make about how historically in healthcare black women are expected to endure more pain mm-hmm. than white women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised when you said they gave you codeine, I'm surprised mm-hmm. they even did that. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because a lot of times there's this notion historically from a from a means to justify slavery. That's what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. To justify slavery. Oh, black people they don't, don't feel pain. pain. Yeah. Our skin is thicker. All these yeah. things. You know it's what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested. Like, how long? I mean, okay. Personal question: mm-hmm. When did you start your period? At twelve. At twelve. Mm-hmm. So would you say from that point or? What point were you like, my period? I'm not sure because I only have my own period to go on. Well, yeah. But at well, what point my were period you like, was like, ever since I've had a period, it's, okay. been like, it's been crazy. And it's been long. Like, first it was seven days and then it went to eight. And then when and did you talk to doctors? When did you start that? Like yeah. 16-ish. Because okay. I, I tried birth control. It yeah. didn't work. Wow. And then, I, then when I was um, a freshman, I got on the shot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a period. Mm-hmm. But then my mom was looking up, like, the side face and stuff. And she mm-hmm. got freaked out. So she was like, you need to get off of it. So I got off of it. Because it, it, it's, it's yeah. unnatural to just yeah. not have a period. Yeah, so I got off of it. And then that, every, it was like every year my period got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But they would tell me, as you get older, it'll get easier. Or when you have children, yes. it'll get easier. But I was like, So I'm from 16 to 23, that's like seven years. And you know, of like, pain babe, and, and crazy yeah, periods. Yeah, and it's, and it's, one, it's one a month. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, you telling me when I have kids, like. Right, and who kids. knows when that's going to be. Yeah. And for I, some people, this yeah. is your one story. I feel like for some people, some people have more than one period a month. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or some oh, yeah, people have. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Miracle so, worker doctor. Yeah, so I went home mm-hmm. after they gave me some a steroid shot to some fluids back because I had almost fainted after that all mm-hmm. that codeine. Yeah. Um, I graduated because it was like six weeks before graduation mm-hmm. and I didn't want to miss graduation. Mm-hmm. So I waited. Like and when walking I, across the stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was, I was getting, I didn't have to walk across the stage. Okay. I was getting my second degree. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to, but okay. I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. Why not? I paid for it. Right. So, mm-hmm. why not? so when I went back home, when I moved back home, I went and saw uh, my mom's doctor. And did uh, an x-ray or MRI on me. That's why I found out I, that I had cysts. Ooh. And so, the cysts, I had like a lot of, a bunch of tiny ones. But two of them were like really big. And both of them were the same size as my uterus. Mm. And my uterus is, I don't know if it still is, but at the time was the size of an orange. Supposed to be the size of a lemon when you've never been pregnant or mm-hmm. had kids. Yeah. So she was like, "You gotta get checked now before they broke." Because yeah. at that point, I was feeling like sharp pains, like in my abdomen all the time. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "You gotta get checked now." So then I got hired at Kaiser Permanente, and <laughs> a month after I got hired, I had surgery. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I found out I had. Mm. Okay. And so they actually went. They you had surgery because to I had, remove because the I had to get the cyst removed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had told the doctor since I was working for Kaiser, it was a Kaiser doctor. I had told her about what miracle worker mm-hmm. said and mm-hmm. my peers and everything. So at that point, I was 
stage one. And my doctor was like, she's been, she's been very blunt, but she's been very honest. Mm-hmm. She was like, this disease does not have a cure. Your fertility just got cut in half. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real hard for you to get pregnant. She was like, it's a lot of treatments, but like we don't know what causes it. We don't know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to get started. So it's treatments, but you don't know how like how well they're gonna work. Yeah. And she's like, really, it's a chronic illness. So right. she's like, so you gotta deal with you it. You gotta deal with it. Basically. How did you feel? What was your instant emotion like your immediate emotion? Hearing something like that. Like having it confirmed. Like yes. now you know. The first thing I thought about was kids. Yes. I was like. Because at this point you are what, 24, 24. Okay. Yeah. I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I gave him an out mm-hmm. at the time because we had just started dating. So I was like, I got this thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to have kids. I was like, so if that's something like you really, really want. Like, yeah. We should just end this now because that's intense. Because if I'm not gonna waste your time, you're not gonna waste right. mine either. Because let's say we do stay together, then down the line you want to have kids, and then I can't do it. Yeah, that's gonna be who's harder. To say, who's to say you're not gonna leave? Yeah, or you're not gonna go for an because I can't. So I was like, I don't want to waste your time. And he was like, No, it's okay. Like we'll figure it out. Yada yada yada. So I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I was more lost, but not lost like I didn't know who I was. Lost yeah. like, okay, I have this disease. I've been asking, like, why my period so bad for you the knew. longest. Like, I knew you something. knew something, I knew was, something wrong. was wrong. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, well, like, what comes with it? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Right. Type of thing. I'd have had the surgery. So, like, what, what do I do now? And what did they do? In surgery, do they just kind of like remove that they endometrial scrape, tissue? They, yeah, yeah, they, they scrape, scrape it off. Mm-hmm. And so I so every time it grows back, I had to have surgery. How so many surgeries have you had? Two. Okay. Yeah, so far. Um. So, like, I was confused. Like, I was like, okay, so what am I supposed to do now? So the first thing they say is get on birth control because that'll help slow it down from growing. Because it feeds off your uh, estrogen. Right. off your hormones right and it feeds off your ovaries so i got on birth control and the first birth control i tried i don't remember the name because it's not that feel mm-hmm. but it worked for like the first month and then i was like they call it breakthrough bleeding mm-hmm. during for like two three months mm-hmm. is Breakthrough bleeding. bleeding. Yeah. Once you started that. Mm-hmm. So. And then it'd be okay for like a month. And then it'd be breakthrough bleeding. So I got off that. And then yes. I got on another pill, like a kind of like a higher dosage. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So I was like, okay. So then I got on Lupron. Lupron is like chemo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave it to men with prostate cancer, which I did not know at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was on that for. Four months. And so when I was on Lupron, I went through menopause. Yeah. Wow. So like I had high flashes, night sweat, like 
That's that so annoying. that's so much for a young person mm-hmm. to experience. Yeah, imagine being in a relationship all at the same time. Yeah. Because I didn't have a sex drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Like at all. Like if I had never had sex again for the rest of my life. Yeah, I was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that made the relationship a lot a hard, like yeah. a lot harder. Sure. Because he wanted to have sex all the time. Right. And I couldn't because it hurt. And he didn't get that. Yeah. Like so I didn't want to do after it. After the surgery mm-hmm. you still had it got worse. It, it got, got worse. worse. I feel like it, I feel like everything got worse. Wow. I mean, yeah. they go in there and they yeah. start scraping up shit. You probably yeah. have scar tissue, new scar tissue. Yeah, like, just building up and mm-hmm. stuff. So the relationship got worse, and when I didn't have a sex drive, it was like I didn't know who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. Not to say that like. Sex defines you. Well, yeah, no, but, I'm but very it just sexu- seemed- I'm very sexual, sexually liberated. Yeah. yeah, like I'm very, I'm free, but I mean I ain't free like yeah. all the way free. You're not free. really, really free, free, but you're free. Everybody, yeah, free everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm not accessible like that. But, <laughs> you know, I did have. Yeah. You know, my little. I feel like everybody has to go through a whole phase. Yeah. So I had my whole phase when I was in college. I'm, and, I think I'm still in my whole face. Okay. <laughs> to be quite honest right. here. And yeah. when I didn't have like a sex drive, I was like, I would look in the mirror and be like, where did she go? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Because I was like, I'm supposed to have like, I'm supposed to be having the best sex in my life. Like I'm 25. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, I wake up and I want to not have sex. Especially right. when you got a boyfriend. Like, right. 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 So. Okay. <gasps> And you, and that was something you exp- that is yeah. what you were trying to avoid at the very beginning. Did you feel like he cheated because you didn't want to have sex? I mean, is that mm-hmm. ultimately what happened? Yeah, he told me. Oh, um, I mean, he t- he told me he cheated, and then he told me he gave me a, a couple reasons. Either not way, either. they're not, not important. Yeah, 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 we didn't give him yeah. time. <laughs> but I think like I had gained a lot of weight. Because I had started, because once I got off the chemo, mm-hmm. I was still having like menopausal side effects, but I was on the shot. Yeah. And so, you know, the shot, it'll blow you up. Now, when I was on the shot in, in college, I didn't get bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I lost weight, but I think it's because I was stressed out. Mm-hmm. This time, I gained a lot of weight. So, I had to get off the shot, which still was making me have breakthrough bleeding instead of no bleeding at all. And then I went back on another pill. So it went from like breakthrough bleeding to just a period. Mm-hmm. So now my periods are like three months. Oh my god, girl! I, <laughs> okay, I, I, look, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling triggered. I'm feeling stressed. Like, I can't. I just literally could not imagine. I guess I'm thankful yeah. for having had a nor a normal, normal period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can't fucking imagine. That's just. Yeah. How much money you guys spent on? Oh, um, what what's that tax called? I I forgot. They call it something. The period tax. Sure, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it the period tax. But it's just like women have to spend a certain amount of money each oh, month on, on sanitary, sanitary products, products, and it's just like a and 
extra expense that men will never ever have to pay never. like our razors are more expensive right. yeah, but they do the, they're full, and they're they are funding work. like viagra for guys in the military and right. shit like yeah. that exactly like, and it's like can we please get our pads and yeah. tampons for like free eight, please it right. costs like eight dollars exactly and, I, and it's not like i'm buying like one pack a month no right? i go through like 40 pads in like Two to three. Weeks. Yeah, and then when right. you take into consideration because now you can find organic cotton that they mm. don't bleach and things like that. Mm. That like that's, it even, helps more that's even more expensive. But they really are worth it. Really? Oh no, that's what I used to. Okay, have you ever? This is me asking for myself. Mm. But have you ever um used like the cups? No, you can't mm. use the cups. I don't know if I can. I never. I mean, I've tried tampons and they hurt like hell. Mm. Okay. I have a friend who has recently been diagnosed with endometriosis and she says the same thing. She's like, for as long as she's been having sex, it's just been so painful. Mm-hmm. She's like, I literally can't even put a camp on it. Yeah. Wow. I don't I mean, for my parents definitely aren't that bad, <laughs> right. but they are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're talking about like the throwing up, mm-hmm. like that's me. Like mm-hmm. I know I'm about to have my period because I'm throwing mm-hmm. up, or like not able to move, or like going through pad like the heavy ones, mm-hmm. like pads and tampons yeah. at the same time, like yeah. changing multiple times a day. Like I, I feel like my relationship with my period is so. At one point, I was happy for it. Like, mm-hmm. it felt like a cleansing mm-hmm. thing. Like, oof, I got all of that out of my mm-hmm. system. But then it's always just, like, stress and, like, mm-hmm. depression comes yeah. with it. And just, it's awful. It's, it's like, really? Yeah, that, that's why I'm like, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. being on a self-induced quarantine yeah. on my period like just leave me alone just let me yeah like this is yeah not- but like if you could be at a spa and like you know i mean it like, doesn't it doesn't have to be a, a i'm not like in a hush a hush. no 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 <laughs> my quarantine would be dope like i would have all the things all i the need i would have fully charged computers and phones at all times like all the chocolates i want like I, it would be a great quarantine yeah. but i would just want to be, be by myself yeah, yeah i just yeah. want to be by myself mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so <laughs> where are you now in this journey? I mean, you said that you you've had two. It's surgeries. a chronic illness, mm-hmm. which means that you it's not going to go away. There's yeah. no cure for it. It's something that you're dealing with ongoing. Mm-hmm. What what happens now? I mean, like, are you gearing up for another surgery? Kind of, you know what no, I mean? Like, what? So I had my second surgery in February. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I had surgery. Uh, it was a stage four. Wow. So, yeah. So, and then it was it started growing on my colon. I was gonna say, is bladder. that does that mean it's like progressed outside of your mm. uterus and ovaries? Yeah. Now it's on other wow. organs. Yeah, it's on my colon and my. Bladder. It's almost like a cancer. Yeah. I don't know why they really. I mean, don't I don't want them. I guess because it's not to. malignant. Yeah. But but it's it but is, it is it's like metastasizing yeah. like a cancer. But it's it's like the precursor to ovarian cancer. Right. And then the only the. F- Final, or just from what I've learned, the the one thing that really can get a, get rid of it is it's to just have a hysterectomy. Is that right? Or no, so it even, even still, it won't even get rid of it. Really, I mean, if you get rid of your ovary, yeah. that will 
that will get rid of it. The mo- I guess the majority, or it will. It's it will at least make it stop growing because that's what it feeds off of. But from my like my support groups, like the people that have gotten hysterectomies, like they still have the pain. Mm, yes, they might. They don't have the bleeding because. They, they don't have anything. Yeah. They don't have anything. But yeah, but people try to, is- when they get a hysterectomy, a lot of doctors will try to keep your ovary so that mm-hmm. you don't have to take hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, my mom had endometriosis and that was her final thing. Like mm-hmm. she went ahead and got the hysterectomy. I don't know if she still has pains, mm-hmm. but I do know it was like, I've had my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I I'm, wanna- I'm not... There's no point point in keeping it. Yeah, there's no point in continually going through this and like going through these procedures if I don't plan on it. If you don't need it, yeah. So I had surgery in February. Mm -hmm. And when I had surgery, because I had already been thinking about getting history, like I had already been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But the doctor who did my surgery, she was kind of new. So she was like, I had told her. To at least go ahead and take out one over wow. because I because I have a lot of pain on this side, mm-hmm. and so the doctor who did my first surgery was gonna take it out, but I kind of begged her, like not to take yeah. to take it if she didn't need to, so she left. Mm-hmm. So I told her at least take out the uh, the over, mm-hmm. and she was like, "No, I won't take it out." But she was like, "I'm gonna check your tube mm-hmm. to, to see, see if they're like patent, yeah, to like, see if they're blocked or mm-hmm. anything, so that way you'll know." If you really want to do the history for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I had the surgery. And after surgery, I recovered is hard. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, so hard. But I can say going to the bathroom. Okay. That's uh, good. That's the good part. Um, I don't need another surgery, at least for right now, until next five years from now. Oh, so, okay. okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Hopefully, I can make it. I can make it all the way to five years because making it to four was hard. Right. Um, but I did learn that I'm gonna use air quotations because I'm really trying to evolve in my spiritual life. Yes. But I was told that naturally I won't be able to conceive kids because my tubes are blocked. Oh, they are blocked. Okay. So with that, do you? If you don't mind me asking, Mm -hmm. how old are you now? Twenty eight. 28 do you have you considered like freezing your eggs yeah i thought about it it's expensive okay. yes like it's like ten thousand a set mm-hmm. and they want you to freeze at least three just wow. to like greater your chances mm-hmm. so i thought about it and i'm still thinking about it but i'm kind of like if i freeze my egg and then like they don't take waste it and then, it. like the procedure to do in vitro, yeah, yeah. In vitro, yeah, is like another, yeah, you know. expense. So, yeah. I was like, I had prayed before I went to surgery, and I had yeah. asked God to, to show me like a clear sign, like if I wasn't meant to naturally have it, right? So I was like, okay, I guess this is the sign. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm gonna my hysterectomy, like I didn't pay my deductible, mm-hmm. so it was already scheduled to be done before the, this year. Mm-hmm. Ends. So, I don't know, like, somewhere in the midst of, like, all this, mm-hmm. in the midst of the relationship that I was in, mm-hmm. which we ended up breaking up <clears throat> once I became a flight attendant. Whoop. 
Christ mm-hmm. Lord. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't we I I wasn't strong enough to leave on my own. Mm-hmm. So because I was forced to move to another state. Gotta you gotta physically physically remove yourself yourself. (laughs) Like that ended the relationship, which was good because he wasn't. I learned I've learned this as I'm walking into my spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Um, like he wasn't for me at the time. I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't really see it because like we was talking about getting married Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. You can talk about getting married all you want. Yeah, but just he just kept saying like I want to have kids at 27. And I'm just like, why? I told you, I probably well, first can't I, have kids. Well, first I was like, why? Because I mean, like, why 27? Like, yeah. I didn't want to have kids until like 30. Right. Like yeah. endometriosis, yeah. endometriosis or no endometriosis. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, like 27, was like, I was like, young. why? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, just, I didn't get it. So, that's just such a random age too. Like 27. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so, he wanted to have kids and he would like always talk about it. But he would always, and I don't know if he was doing this on purpose. Or maybe he was just being like ignorant, or negligent, or something. But like when he would talk about it, it was like he was putting me down at the same time because oh, uh, because niggas are trash. Niggas yeah. are trash. Um, yeah, they are. So, <laughs> they are. So that ended, and it's like ever since like everything that's happened. Like I've been trying my best to like learn a lot about mm-hmm. endometriosis. Yeah, so I can like best manage it because like after surgery. I had lost, I had lost thirty, probably like thirty five pounds. Mm-hmm. But that's because like, I'm like malnourished because yeah. like I can't, I can't really eat right. because I'm not, I'm not nauseous all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's mainly because I'm on my period all the time. Mm-hmm. So never cycle. Yeah. yeah. So now, um. Trying to figure out holistic ways. Okay, that was yes. going to be my next yeah. question. Had yeah. you found any remedies or? I found some teas okay. that okay. that have helped. Um, by this lady named her name Sunny, but on Instagram, her uh, Instagram name is Yoniverse Talks. Okay, she's I'm gonna fire look her right now. <laughs> um, she made me a special blend for one for the pain and then one to like lighten up the bleeding, and it's helped. Yeah, okay. they save the herbs yeah, that are because, healing. Yeah, because healing like it's already bad enough. It's already bad enough to be on your period that long, and yeah. then for the and then for it to be heavy, and then for it to be in, painful. like painful. Mm-hmm. But it's even worse because I'm a flight attendant mm-hmm. because my body is going up, up and down, down, up and down, like, like all day, literally, yeah, 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 all day long, and it makes it a lot worse. Yeah. So I'll be at work like in the back, crying and I'm kneeling sorry. in the bathroom trying is to hide from people. It makes me sad because, I mean, I don't feel your pain, but as women who (laughs) menstruate, Mm -hmm. it's like I can empathize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I would never want to be on my period for three months. Mm -hmm. Like, that sounds horrible. Like, how do you function if you're constantly bleeding? I just like. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. And right. then and then like it's starting to it's starting to get I don't know if this endo. I think it is. But like my legs now are like starting to be like numb. Like when I walk. Wow. 
that my mom know. has that same thing. Does and, she? Yeah. Okay, she, well, maybe it is. She Lindo. has, like, um, I forgot the exact name of it, but she has, like, numbness mm-hmm. in her feet. Yeah, it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like, and I then could it be feels walking. like you're, like, she describes it, it feels like her feet are sleeping. Like, yeah, that that's little exactly, prickly that's feeling. That's exactly what it feels like. Like, maybe even it's when, connected. Even when, even when I'm walking, mm-hmm. they just But don't I mean, know. I imagine just, like, that. I mean, because if you're bleeding excessively like mm-hmm. that, it becomes a circulatory kind right. of issue yeah, at that point. Like, just you know, like your body's giving so much blood to this one issue. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I feel like doctors don't think. Because I've been to the emergency room, like, for when my period has been, like, super long, and they, like, thinking I need, like, a transfusion or something like that. Yeah. And they're just like, I mean, no. a lot of doctors, it is just kind of, um, what is it like? Use the clue, like, like you if don't. A, you don't if have, A it's, it's and B, then it must equal C, right, like right. that kind of deal. And, then, and a lot of people just like to shrub it off as like it's just your period. And 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 the, and the, again, I know I'm probably no, I'm not beating a dead horse. Again, I think there is a stark difference between how medical professionals treat black women mm-hmm. when they yeah. come in talking about mm-hmm. pain yeah. versus when a white woman comes in talking about mm-hmm. her pain you yeah. know what i mean yeah do you find or have you researched at all if there's like a imbalance in like does it affect white women more or black women more or i just well, oh, no go ahead go ahead well i haven't i don't know the percentage wise because i can tell you when, at least in different parts of the world okay. i feel like mm-hmm women have it the most or they or i guess they've been drawing attention to it the most like australia mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. super in australia mm-hmm. it seems like with endometriosis mm-hmm. and in the uk mm-hmm. there are a lot of women it's like one like one in ten so i read this fact that if all the women who have endometriosis got together mm-hmm. they will have the seven biggest country of- whoa <laughs> That's crazy. More women have endometriosis than they don't. Than women with breast cancer. So, when you talk about raising awareness, what is it that you? What's your goal? Like, what is it that you want people to know or do? Or like, do you grassroots like raise money for research or like you know what I mean? Like, what's your? I want people to know what it is first of all. Yes. Okay. And I want people to like talk about it. Mm Hmm. Because, especially, like, guys. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have a daughter one day. Mm-hmm. Lord forbid mm-hmm. your daughter is, like, cramped over because her period is super bad. Right. And then she's telling you her period is bad. And you just look at her like, it's just your period. Like, yeah, or just, you know, like, or, just give, <laughs> or just give you, you know, like, some medicine. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of, like, call it a day because he's a guy. He don't really know what to do anyway. Sure. Like. I want people to be really educated about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am currently writing a stage play. This oh, back. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It all ties together. Yeah. Okay. So, kind of like the vagina monologues. Yes. But about endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perfect. And it's called Fuck Endo. Yeah. Okay. I am. The, the visual will be more, you know, like aesthetically pleasing. Yes. <laughs> um, Dre. Happy belated Dre. He's making the we visual. Love him. Yeah, he's doing the visual uh, for the play. I am going to premiere in March, which is Endometriosis Awareness Month. Perfect. Um, there is usually a March, 
like a worldwide march mm-hmm. in uh in March for for endometriosis. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody in different cities all get together and we all march mm-hmm. on this on the same day at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I am planning to have it the day after the march, right? Which would be like at the end of the month. Okay, so we'll look out for that. Yeah, because I want y'all to come. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to come. Yeah. I would so, love to come. But I also have a, a nonprofit, which is this is going to be the first fundraiser for my nonprofit. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it's called the Yellow Corner Corporation, and it's to aid homeless and um, foster care high school seniors, so that when they get ready to go to college for their freshman year, like they'll have all the essentials they need, like bed spreads, okay, pads, and. Clean like yeah. cl- like cleaning uh cleaning supplies for their dorm rooms mm-hmm. and like food like you know all the stuff you need because really I can just imagine like it's like after I find out that naturally I won't be able to conceive because I'm not gonna take that I was taking that at first I'm not gonna take that no more cause yeah I'm a lot further in my spiritual life now so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. not gonna Your take words that have power. yeah so um when I when I got that news I decided to go ahead and start the nonprofit. I had the idea in college, but I didn't have like a purpose or a reason why right. I started. Mm-hmm. Like I for some reason like I've always had like an attachment to foster kids. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why because I didn't grow up I mean I knew something in like school. You can yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I knew, you know, a few like in elementary school, mm-hmm. but like I didn't really know any foster care kids mm-hmm. enough to be like super attached but for some reason i'm just really attached to foster kids mm-hmm. so i want i can just imagine like when i was a freshman i mean i had you know like a job but like when i first got to college my mom didn't stay you know like to help me mm-hmm. put up the stuff mm-hmm. in my dorm you know like everybody else <laughs> my, like, my parents didn't do that either yeah. my mom wanted to but my dad was like okay yeah. we have to drive two hours back you good yeah <laughs> like, didn't take me to the grocery store you know what i'm saying to get, like none of that so I can just imagine. I mean, that's not not that's not bad. Like, right. Yeah. It's, it's, I figured it out. You know yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. Culturally, so, yeah. culturally, things are different. Yeah. And it's but, yeah. yeah. But I can just imagine, like when I was a freshman, like I was struggling like hell. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine, like when you're in foster care, and you might have a foster parent who mm-hmm. is only doing it for the money, and then you turn mm-hmm. eighteen, and the state just cut you loose. Wow. Yeah. And you just like. I'm not supposed to do now. Yeah. Like, you get to college because they say you're supposed to go to college. Right. And then you don't have nobody to help you. Yeah. You know, do stuff. So, I can just imagine, like, what it's like. So that's why I want to be able to give them stuff. So yeah. So, like, one thing you back. don't think yeah. about. Yeah. Or, not you, but mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Because I don't think about <laughs> on a daily. <laughs> just a daily. Yeah. See, I, I have, I mentor a kid that's in, that's in the foster care. Mm-hmm. Like, his grandma is a foster parent. And he be struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he be calling me all the time. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get twenty dollars. Yeah, it's not like, bro. But see, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's so it's beautiful that, um, because of this, it's made you realize like your love for mm-hmm. taking care of kids. Anyway, yeah. you know, like even if you may mm-hmm. not be able to conceive naturally, um, you can still have kids. Yeah. You know, you can still be a parental figure or a positive figure, a life-changing mm-hmm. person in someone else's life. Yeah, and I have a twin brother. You do? <gasps> You're a twin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's obsessed with twins. Really? 
Not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Not in a good way. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like the twin power thing. She's, like, yeah, I just will, I will like never know that. Skeptical. She's jealous. Basically. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm hating. Oh, you wish you had one. I wish I had a twin. There it is. There it is. Put it out there. You know, like, it's pretty cool being a twin. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, my little I sisters bet. are twins. They're, they're fucking radical. Yeah. I mean, we don't look alike. He no, went to yeah, that's fine. He went to that Austin, too. You probably do look alike. You just don't you think don't you think you look, like. look alike. We look alike. Okay. He looks like I'm after the show. And he looks like James. He looks like James Harden. Okay. What, what are you doing? You got a beard. <laughs> you got a beard. He looks like James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he looks like James Harden without no beard. We'll like, talk no, after the show. Like, like no lie, y'all. I think it's funny. No lie, I was in Melbourne, Florida. I think on a layover or something. Yeah. And I went to the convenience store. And you know those trolley snacks of the gummy worms? Yes. I, I walked past, I'm going to show y'all the picture. I walked past the trolleys. It is a cartoon version of James Harden on it. But I thought it was my brother. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I walked by, I said, when the fuck did my brother get on the trolley? That is so <laughs> funny. I sent him a picture. I was like, bro, you got to tell me this ain't you. He was like, that's me. Yeah. Really, Maybe that's his twin. His really, real twin. Really, people right. say Lala is my twin. I could see that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people tell me. People. I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like her. <laughs> She's so fine. She's fine, though. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you... Oh, wait. I did want to throw in a fact. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. you happy yeah, yeah, on yeah. <laughs> No, before I was, I was brushing up on oh, the knowledge... <laughs> I was, because um, you mentioned Lupron, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I read about that mm-hmm. earlier. But according to this article on The Root, it says that 30 pre- 33% more prom- it's 33% more prominent in white women than in women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, it affects 176 million women worldwide and approximately 2 to 10% of American women between the ages of 25 and 40. Yeah. So it's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. Um, And actually, this this article... A lot for nobody to be talking about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Too much for nobody to be talking about. This article about. is titled, My Body, My Pain, Listen to Me and All Black Women. And she's just <clears> kind <throat> of talking about like the historical ignorance of black women in medicine. I'm telling Basically. you, and I send it around endometriosis every as well. day. Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it. I'll link it in the show notes yeah, as well. Yeah, I see it every day. I see it every day. How dismissive. I work for mostly white doctors, mm-hmm. and I see just in their attitudes. It's very subtle. It's very nuanced. It's very just like microaggressive. Mm-hmm. But I see how dismissive they can be because. A lot of times as the technician, we have to go in with the doctor while she consults, depending on the case specifically. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell that there's a difference a mm-hmm. lot of times between the way they talk, their tone of voice, how much time they spend, like all those things fucking mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. That, well, that white miracle works save me. <laughs> <laughs> like you there's some good ones oh, sprinkled in sure. here yeah, and there. There are some good ones. How has your experience been in that aspect, like dealing with medical professionals? Now? Yeah. Um, Do you have a team of doctors that you always see? No, I did at first when I was working at Kaiser. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a flight attendant, 
since I wasn't working for them anymore, they weren't my insurance mm-hmm. carrier anymore. So I still, uh, but I still text my doctor who did my first surgery. Like I still text her mm-hmm. before I go see somebody. Yeah. So if I have a question about something, mm-hmm. I still text her. That's good and to have her. that relationship. Um, I get a lot of uh, referrals from my coworkers. Okay. Because when you jump seat talk, yeah, like you find out about everybody in their life. Yeah. So and not, but it's crazy because I always end up working with at least one person in my crew who has experiences um, too. That's another. That's another example of like, how prevalent it mm-hmm. is. It, it's it's ridiculous that nobody talks. Mm-hmm. Like well, we're talking about it. Like today. I like <laughs> I um I seen this uh video from a news a newscast in Australia and like they're trying to get. I guess a law passed mm-hmm. so that bosses can penalize you for taking off work for a year. Mm. Like, I mean, I've done that several times. Yeah, I think there's a couple countries that are trying to do that, and I yeah, that sounds perfectly fine yeah to yeah. Me. Like just take the whole week yeah. off. Yeah, like you don't want me here. <laughs> right. I don't want to like, be here, I'm and you don't want me here. <laughs> you really do like. You really don't want me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I'm really not. I'm going to be throwing a ball yeah. at your desk. <laughs> now, I'm sure you don't want your people to see. Yeah. Or you do. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, or I'm about right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is there any... Um, okay, I know you talked about your play that's mm-hmm. coming in March. Is there anything coming up that you want people to know about? Or um, where can they find you? Or can they follow you? Yes, so, I, I guess somewhere in my spiritual walk, I have discovered You're that. You're so funny. I, I love that. Somewhere I love that. Because, like, yes. you know, I'm on my spiritual walk. Yes. Where, where are you? In your, and, oh, wait. Actually, That's I do want to ask. This seems like a loaded question. When it, could be a loaded. it could be loaded. But I want to know if this disease has turned you to a more spiritual side. Is that what mm-hmm. started? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean... Ever since like college, I always felt like I'm supposed to be doing something spiritual, so yeah. to speak. But it was like once everything like started happening, it was like my life that fell apart, mm-hmm. like yeah. all at one time. Mm-hmm. And so like once everything started happening, and then once like the kid thing like really became confirmed, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, like what am I supposed to do? Now? Right. Because now I gotta have this conversation with everybody I date. How's that been? Since after ex boyfriend who was trash, how is dating I been? Been f- I don't. You don't date. I don't like dating around here. Like Atlanta's small. I live here. I'm from here. Yeah. So I know half the people here probably. But half but, of them aren't from here, so that's cool that's true. Too. Yeah, that's true. But I really just been trying to focus on like getting myself together. Like I hear that. Trying to heal myself mm-hmm. from that relationship mm-hmm. and like learning like. It's not my fault. Yes. Like, that's the not. reason he cheated yeah. wasn't my fault. Yeah. yeah. Because I could imagine that would induce some sort of, like, mm-hmm. guilt almost. Yes. yes. Because I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't giving him sex. Mm-hmm. So he went out and got it somewhere else. So, like, for a while I had blamed myself for it. So I'm trying to, like, mm-hmm. really trying to focus on healing myself. I'm really trying to focus on being a better person. Mm-hmm. Being, um... Slower thinking, thinking more deeper yes. about things and like not trying to be selfish in this life because it's so easy yeah. to be selfish. Mm-hmm. So it's, made, it's been a 
Even though it's bad. Even though Endo is bad. Mm-hmm. And even though it's hell and fucks you up. Like, I'm, I'm trying to focus on the, the silver lining. The yeah. Like yeah. I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to walk around hating my period anymore. Right. Because exactly. I feel like that's kind of gotten me nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I'm going to get off birth control. Mm-hmm. You're going to get off of birth control. Yeah, I'm probably going to. Once I do, yeah. I have to go back to like way worse period than what I have now. But maybe it'll go back to eight days instead of three months. Yeah, sure. I'd rather have a fucked up eight day period than a fucked up three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's a whole quarter of the year just bleeding. I, <laughs> yeah. Spend like eight months out of the year just bleeding. Like mm-hmm. can't even get none, even if I want to. Like, yeah. who wants to exactly. Like, who does that? Okay. So is. Even though it's bad, even though you know it's bad, I feel like I kind of found myself. I can see that. All at the same time. Yeah. Because it kicks my ass mm-hmm. and I'm tired all the time and I'm sick just about every day, mm-hmm. but I'm really trying not to let it find Yeah. Or like get me down or... Yeah. Staying in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do stay in the house all the time, but that's <laughs> mainly because I'm usually doing some work, okay. or it's okay. because I'm tired. Work because too busy. yeah, <laughs> or because I'm tired because I've been at work, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, all the time. But like, I'm not trying. I'm trying to focus on like important stuff, yeah. right? And so stuff that's like gonna feed me, yes, and it's gonna make me a better person. So I'm trying to like embrace my period, even though it's what I say. It's bad. I'm really trying to embrace it. We have a lot of talks. <laughs> yeah, I rubbed my carnelian stone on my pelvic and it helped mm-hmm. like I'm trying yeah it's a struggle though and that's all you can do honestly yeah. but especially with a chronic illness it's more of like how can you cope and make your life as comfortable as possible mm-hmm. and yeah. get the most out of your life even though you have this thing that's yeah. never going away yeah yeah and this is a PSA honestly to remind people that there are people struggling with things that you can't see. Yes. Like you can't see everybody. Invisible diseases. Invisible disease. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have daughters, pay attention to their period. Pay attention yeah. to their fucking period. Stop being and, weird about tampons like, and, and, and don't pads. Buy, and, and don't like, buy the, don't buy the, buy organic. Buy organic. Buy, buy yes, organic. Because that other shit got rat poison. The stuff that they Ooh. use like rat poison or whatever. Shit, I mean, that pretty much. I'm on my period right is, now, so you're triggering me. Yeah, like, and, I, and my body can't tell the difference. Ooh, now. okay. Like, I mean, I still cram. But yes, but it's, it's, it's I, light. But it's I light. One hundred percent agree. But it's it's not as it's not as bad mm. as if I were using like a always bleached. or yeah, yeah. whatever other brand. Wow, yeah, it's true. So yeah, take notes. Um. It's a difficult conversation to have because a lot of people don't have access to organic mm-hmm. products. products. Yeah. You Do know, you like, have any brands that are your favorite organic products? No, because I'm, sti- no, I'm still trying it out. But mm-hmm. PSA. Okay. So, for the plug. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to start selling organic pads. Woo, so, girl. Yes. So, and I've used these before mm-hmm. and they are... Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really trying to figure out because because my period is bad because I go through so many periods. Like I try to look at the pricing versus it's 
You never, I never noticed how many organic brands. Okay. Until, so there's a lot out there until, to choose from. Yeah, well, when I go to Target, because Tar- Target and Publix, like those type of stores, like they sell organic packs. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just about as much as like a always. Oh, okay. Would be like they they not any cheaper. Um, so but I've, I feel like, I've experienced but, them being more. Even. Yeah, but like I, that's a but, pleasant surprise because yeah. if I'm already paying that price, yeah, if it's gonna be better for me, like, but I, I don't mind. But yeah. I but I feel like it's worth it. Like yes. it really, it definitely like it, is not, worth it. Like I haven't tried the organic tampons, but I can just imagine like if the pads, you know, mm. make it a little easier. Like yeah, because your body, your same. body can yeah. sense and feel things that are kind of Foreign. that are artificial. Yeah. yeah, like tell me if this is a myth or if this is a fact. But someone said that using tampons makes you bleed more and longer. What? Would you? I don't find that. You don't find that? Um, there. I only use them like twice. Okay, so I don't know. There is a um. I don't know if you know. Hey, friend. Hey. Francesca, um, she's like a natural guru, spiritual mm-hmm. person, and she, that's what she said. She mm-hmm. was like, I think when I use tampons, it makes me bleed longer mm-hmm. and heavier. So she stopped, like she was mm-hmm. trying to experiment. And since, since she switched to Strictly Pads, she was like, her periods have been shorter and they haven't been as bad as when she uses it's tampons. Tampon. I mean, I don't really. I find that interesting. Everybody's really, different. Yeah, Everybody's that's different. true, but I mean, I don't really want... This is just me personally. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because my cramps are like... Hell. Mm-hmm. But I really want a piece of practice. <laughs> and I'm going to forget that it's there. No, you're not. Like, <laughs> some people do. No, some people forget. I yeah. feel like I might be one of those forgetful people. Oh, like, I can't And forget. it's probably because I'm not used to wearing them. Yeah. So I will probably forget that it's up there. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. But buy organic. That's I, what do you do? Buy organic. Yeah. Okay. And please pay attention to your daughter's period. Like, I can't say that enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, did, I don't know if this is too personal, but did, does your father know about your periods or? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he would bring me like medicine and stuff when I would have to miss school. Okay. Like, so he was medicine. supportive. But he don't. I don't think he knew like that. Yeah. Because he didn't, because my parents are divorced. So he, yeah. So he didn't live with me. So he didn't really get, he didn't really see mm-hmm. like when I would be on my period. Mm-hmm. Like my brother knows. Like, he, mm-hmm. did he my, feel it since he's your twin? We don't have those kind of things. We got the song sense or something. Like he could be, I could be thinking of a song and he'll start. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's creepy. She's creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. Yeah. But um he kinda he knows I think he knows he knows my peers are bad. Okay. Like, he knows that much. Like I don't think he really knows like what endo entails mm-hmm. per se. That you should be you like, should think, be teaching him. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna, hard to get a just, guy. He's just, just gonna be like, "You need my walker at the surgery." He's gonna be like, "You need my walker because you're moving slow." <laughs> and just call me when you need me. That's uh, all he gonna say. Yeah, but I mean, at least he knows my beers are bad. Like, yeah. right? He always, he always got a stash of ibuprofen if I need it. Um, no way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he always got it. 
Well, this has been enlightening. This has been enlightening. That's We've had good. some girl talk, but it shouldn't just be girl talk. It yeah, should it just be talk. Yes, right? that's true. Um, okay, yeah. What I was saying, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, on Instagram. Instagram. Well, it's three, <laughs> and three is a lot. Okay. Um, but my uh, brand page is at the Samantha Denae. Mm-hmm. So, Samantha. The way it sounds. <laughs> my grandma cannot spell my name. Really? She was a she was an English teacher. <laughs> Can I spell Samantha? But S A M A N T H A D E N A E has my uh business, if you will, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um and then the yellow corner court is for my nonprofit. And so once I get my venue mm-hmm. and I get my actors and actresses together. Y'all gonna see all this. I'm plastering like social media. Like, I'm trying to go to news stations. Okay. Like, everybody. Because I'm really trying to get people to start talking about endometriosis. For sure. Yes. For sure. It needs to be talked about. I thank y'all. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for coming in here and being so honest. We got gifts. Should we open them now? No, you don't have to. Okay, 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 okay. This is for the end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Our, our little lemon. Our little lemon. lemon. All right. Well, um, if you guys want to talk to us, you can find us on Twitter at Lemon Pepper Wet. And you can find us on Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. And you can also email us at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod at gmail.com. Um, any final thoughts? No. Guys? Church announcement? No. No church announcement? The lowest thing. <laughs> uh, oh, I do have a church announcement. Oh, oh, oh. Wait a minute. You and you do too. Okay. Well, it's not a church announcement, but you know, well, you know, this could be on a bulletin board. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am putting out um, affirmation card for the black man. Okay. Wow. So that's my that's my latest upcoming thing. I like a couple that. months. Yeah. The affirmations that I made myself. Like 30 of them. Mm-hmm. Just something you put on your desk when you know you're having a bad day. Okay. I like Slip that. Slip it on over and read something encouraging just to get you through the day. Mm-hmm. So you don't choke nobody at work. Mm-hmm. You know, very and important. Let you know you somebody because you know the world like to tell you, you ain't, but you somebody. <laughs> this is definitely a church announcement. This is a church announcement. But yes, that's what I got next. Okay. okay. Um, tonight. Or t- last night, I don't know. Whatever, Insecure is coming back. Oh, it's, oh, it's Sunday. So it's it's Sunday tonight. It's tonight. It's tonight. Damn, Gina. So we're going to be back on the bout. Yay! And we'll have that out for you guys sometime soon. I'm not. I'm not putting days on it. I'm, Thank you. It'll not, come out when it comes out. You'll get the art. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you get the full essence. Right. Yes. <laughs> So um, this has been great, but we're going to go now. So until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.